0: Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the Fenway Rundown podcast, Mass Lives Red Sox show. I'm Chris Cotillo, your host. Last week, obviously a lot going on with the Rafael Devers extension. Red Sox making some other moves. Justin Turner deals announced as official, but fans of the Red Sox minor league system also received some news as well. Uh, One of the more well-known players in the Red Sox system, Joe Davis, big Joe Davis, former 19th round pick out of Houston, big power slugger who uh, has been written about a lot. Uh, as you'll as you'll hear soon, he retired. Uh, he announced his retirement from baseball. Um, you know, some tributes were pouring into Big Joe on Twitter. Um, kind of the end of uh, a, a cool little era in, in Red Sox minor league uh, lore. Uh, so I thought it would be a good time to find Big Joe, have him on the show, and uh, talk about why he retired. Um, he's a great character. I think you really like hearing from him. Um, I sure did. Never spoke to him before this pod. And uh, really, you know, learned a lot about kind of the, uh, the minor leaguer you don't know much about, you know, kind of at the back end of the roster, the guy who doesn't, you know, always have the prospect pedigree to me, you know, really interesting character, great guy, and uh, was really happy to have him on. So uh, thanks, Joe Davis, for, for hopping on and we'll be back later this week with another show. We uh, are lucky to be joined this week by a gentleman who has been uh, described as a real-life minor league folk hero—a uh, name that's very familiar to the Red Sox fans who followed the system the last few years. It's, uh, you know, Joe Davis—you know him by Big Joe Davis—and uh, and Joe's, you know, kind enough to join the Fenway Rundown this week. Um, Joe, you were in the news in the last few days. I think you know a lot of people have tweeted and talked about it that. Uh, your page on MLB.com showed up as saying voluntarily retired. So um, take us through uh, what's going on with you right now.
1: Man, it just came down to, I feel like I'm getting old. uh want to start my life and being 25, 26, going to turn 27 and made it to high baseball. When I thought, you know, like my performance on the field, I, I, I should have been given another opportunity right and anyways i just it was time for me to step away from the game uh and go ahead and pursue life as a uh, average person i it's, i don't know that's a that's a bad way to put it but i, I have no <laughs> other way to describe it
0: right i mean is it uh, obviously you know anybody that reaches this level of pros gets drafted plays in college all that type of stuff like This has been your identity in your life for a long time, right? I mean, how hard was this decision emotionally to get to?
1: Oh, it took took a long time. I mean, I started thinking about it during the season last year and wanted to go ahead and, you know, try to have a good run if I could. And I did, and so I felt good about it. And then just – there's just little things you read and pop up on social media, and it it just – takes your love away from the game sometimes and when you're already headed in the direction of you know I'm, i think i want to step away then you just get the the gentle nudge out the door mm-hmm.
0: what, what were some of those things what do you mean by that
1: uh just you know how you know i'm obviously a big guy yeah but, uh, a lot a lot of people like just saying you know that he's too fat to play baseball some of the the tweets uh, even on my retirement post you know people are saying we need to stop wasting time with these you know quote unquote dog poop in other words prospects like they don't realize what it takes and how hard it is to actually get in the system and just right. to feel underappreciated when you're already underappreciated it doesn't help at all
0: right i mean you and and i think you know your story and and Chris Smith at mass Live wrote a story on you in, in August 2021. I think you know the one that got a ton of play is you know the legend of Joe Davis, the larger-than-life slugger and folk hero of the Red Sox farm system that Chad Jennings did, you know, a year ago. So Red Sox fans are are familiar with you, and obviously, you know, some of the stories, whether it be you know as as um, you know Chad wrote, you know, uh, he, he survived a week alone in the Texas wilderness. His family forged its own version of Thor's mythical hammer. He spent the last season living in a trailer, you know, all that type of stuff. And we'll get to some of that. Um, and so, you know, it's interesting cause you come off like, and if you're just reading on Twitter, you know, people love the story and love that type of stuff is like, you know, you feel like you're, you're beloved by, by people, but even as kind of that professional athlete, that stuff, I'm sure it comes into your mind when you see the negative stuff, right?
1: Yeah. And what, you know, I, You look back on it, and my positives with fans, my positives in the game, way outweigh the the negativity that I experienced in all of it. But you know, I guess it being human nature that the negative tends to stick with you. You, Mm -hmm. you Yeah, just part of it. And yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely know, and I I love Red Sox fans. That that was one of the greatest honors of my. Our, the greatest honor of my athletic career is to get drafted by the red Sox mm-hmm. and have that fan base embrace me like they did. I, if you would have told me that that would have happened, I have told you no way, you know, right. I, I feel like I'm just a, a normal guy. Like I'm going to, I guess I'm going to go do my own thing. And people, they enjoyed that, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, performance on the field in, in 2021. I think you turn a lot of heads, obviously, you know, splitting the year. Um, between you know single a and high a numbers end up being 297 19 homers 78 rbis 854 ops and you know those are that's a a pretty good line obviously you're not you know defined by where you were drafted but uh you know 19th round out of houston and and as um, you've said yourself not at the top of prospect charts necessarily but you showed them you know what you what you could do in in 2022 you know a, a solid year as well um was part of the decision, just, you know, as you said, being in high A at that point and, and being, you know, feeling like, you know, as much as, as you were trying, the path to the big leagues just might not be there?
1: It, it, we talk about the 2021 season, you know, that's that's borderline 300 with borderline 20 homers. You know, right. I, I feel like that's a pretty good year, uh, a real good year by anybody's standards. If mm-hmm. If my name had more money behind it, it would have been the offensive player of the year for the whole Red Sox organization. Right. But it just boils down to they have money invested in guys that they need to see go perform. And when you're not on the priority list, you get pushed in the back seat. So I thought my 2021 season would propel me into the 2022 season to be an everyday guy. And Mm -hmm. then I'm only playing once or twice a week. You know, that, that doesn't, that doesn't help when you're an older guy that wants to make it to the big leagues, the writing kind of starts showing up on the wall.
0: Right. And so, you know, how do you square, I guess, you know, the the Red Sox giving you the chance of being a professional and, and all the good times and stuff. And, you know, not, not many, you know, guys are getting bobbleheads and we'll get to that as well, but it with, you know, be it starting to be buried on the depth chart and, and getting that feeling that the organization, you know, might not believe in you.
1: Uh, you know like you're saying it's it was an honor in the first place to even hear my name called by anybody and then an even bigger honor to be selected by the red Sox. right so i I harbor no ill feelings i understand the business side of the game like and when my only tool in baseball is hitting (laughs) you can't be a one tool player Mm -hmm. and make it to the big leagues you know even even with the expansion of a dh like you got to be able to run or do something and that's just not me and you know, I like I said, I, I gave my best run, and I I don't feel bad about it whatsoever, and will always have the fondest memories of my time in professional baseball.
0: Mm-hmm. It just, what do you think is is next for you? Do you want to stay in the game in some capacity, or, or what's the uh, the next chapter of this this folk hero story, as Chad put it, going to be?
1: Well, we're talking about it, but today was my first day at my uh, my big boy job. Uh, <laughs> I just got hired on as a project manager at a construction company down here in Austin. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. A fish out of water today. I don't (laughs) don't know anything but baseball and here I am having to be in the working world.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what what, what did the day look like? Take us through it.
1: Oh gosh. Well, a lot of filling out paperwork. Uh, we went and walked a job site right downtown Austin, one of the new, uh, hospitals wants to expand so here i am walking around on the roof looking at all the mechanical systems that need to be updated expanded uh rebuilt and mm-hmm. just yeah i had no idea what's going on <laughs> you know i don't know what they're referring to i don't know these acronyms yet and right. so you know, like i said I, I feel like a fish out of water but i guess i'll figure it out <laughs>
0: yeah you're gonna be like what, where does ops come into this right yeah, like, where yeah are you, that's we... the only
1: acronyms i know <laughs>
0: and what what about the construction space was was what interested you as a post-playing thing
1: uh well i mean i've always uh i've always been into building construction or you know work with my hands and uh i i really don't know anything but baseball and the construction side that's what my dad and my brother do and, mm-hmm. and that's just uh yeah obviously I'm on the office side being a project manager but it's still I like that's just the field that I have any kind of knowledge in
0: Mm -hmm. what I mean this might be something you haven't thought about yet but what can you take from your your career into that job like what how can you know reaching professional baseball help you in that role
1: yeah that's uh I've always people have always told me like I just have a magnetic personality like People want to be around me. They root for me. And I think going into professional baseball, I embrace that. I I don't think you could talk to anybody as far as any of the coordinators or the scouts. Uh, You could talk to and He would say, Joe Davis, like, embodied being a Red Sox. Like, that's what we want, you know. And going forward, wherever I work, I want to be the guy that they say that guy's dependable. He works hard. That's how we want our – employees to be and you know just being that way in pro ball I'm going to take that wherever I go
0: mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to get back to, to Chad's piece especially because I, I don't know you know when this came out and this was uh February 2022 so almost a year ago I mean this thing blew up you know like this was one of those things where middle of the lockout and Red Sox fans just just loved reading it you know probably fell in love with with you and the idea of you as, as not only a player but a person what do you think of, of the reception to all that and then you know when you kind of hear yourself described as this mythical figure and, and kind of all these things you've done living in the trailer and all that, like uh, when you take a step back and remove yourself, you're like, is it really, is it really, you know, that unique? Or, or how did you kind of respond to that attention?
1: Man, I, to me, I don't feel like it's deserved. Uh, <laughs> it, I was just doing what I thought I could do to save money. I, I was doing what I wanted to do to, you know, pass free time uh, mm-hmm. and, you So to me, these are normal things, but obviously people thought, wow, like that's pretty spectacular that he does these things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so it definitely gives you a different outlook on like, okay, my normal is a lot different than other people's normal. So uh, I mean, just the way that it was embraced by the whole, like you said, the whole Red Sox fan base that follows minor league baseball you know, I I got messages on Instagram. You know the the whole nine, and uh, to be considered mythical or you know like a folk hero, I never would have thought it. But uh, right, like I said, that the Red Sox fan base is just that great.
0: And I I encourage obviously everybody to read that story from Chad. Also the the earlier feature from Chris Smith at, at Mass Live. But um, if you could just kind of take us through, I think the most interesting piece to me is you know, living in the trailer and renting a lot in an RV park for, for a minor league season. And you know, how that came about, what it was like and, and kind of that story.
1: You know, just uh, as a minor leaguer, you don't get paid much and you don't want to go spend a thousand dollars a month on an apartment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, I talked to my parents, I talked to my good buddy, Steven Scott, and I was like, Hey, like, what do you think? You know, we're both pretty simple guys. We just need a place to sleep, place to cook, like take a shower. Pretty easy. Right. So a lot rents only like 300 bucks, especially in Salem. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyways, we called RV park. They had a lot open and I had just purchased a brand new trailer. And uh, anyways, they just called some family friends. They hauled it up to Salem and there was something comforting about knowing like when I got promoted to Greenville that I could just put my house on the back of my truck and just move it down (laughs) the road. Right. Like, that was, that was so convenient. And so really it was all driven by trying to save a buck and being a pretty simple, simple guy that doesn't need a lot of things.
0: Right. I mean, your, your background suggests that you are no longer in the trailer.
1: Yeah, no, I, I have an apartment now in uh, <laughs> South Austin. I, my brother lives in the trailer. You can interview him.
0: Yeah. He's, he's, he's the new <laughs> folk hero.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but he's in it. <laughs>
0: So uh, the Greenville Drive unveiled last year, and and in January they unveiled it, and then they gave it away during the year. The Big Joe Davis bobblehead. You are uh, outside the trailer uh, grilling. Uh, one of the coolest, I think, minor league bobbleheads, maybe most unique types of things that you know we've seen in the last few years. Question I have is how many of those do you have? Like, is it thousands, or is there a whole <laughs> closet somewhere in the apartment?
1: there's a box and it has about 12 in it yeah. and uh it's so many people asked me for bobbleheads and right. i got as many as i could and now i have plum <laughs> forgotten to like, give them out mm-hmm. and they people have forgotten to ask for them so anyways i, I still have this box but you know eric there the gm and uh greenville it, that was all his idea he knew like the fans loved me that much he designed it you know and mm-hmm. So if anybody gets any credit, it's Eric. He he did all that, and uh, and it was great. And, uh, like I said, people loved it. I've signed so many of them. Yeah. we would uh, we'd be all the way up in uh, goodness, like Aberdeen in Maryland, mm-hmm. and fans would have them there asking me to sign it. We're in Hudson Valley, New York, and people are their fans are asking me to sign my bobblehead. So it definitely reached circles outside of the Red Sox,
0: right. I mean, I don't, when you were drafted, do you ever think the bobblehead was going to be happening someday? Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you, I wanted to ask you you know, one kind of real Red Sox current you know, big league team related question because you, know, you were uh, calling his teammates with a guy who's probably going to have a pretty big role on the Red Sox this year in Connor Wong, and it's a guy I assume you know well. I thought it was interesting. You know, Rich Hill did a podcast today with Rob Bradford of EEI, and was saying that, uh, you know, obviously Red Sox have undergone a lot of change. A lot of guys have left. A lot of leadership has left. And Rich Hill, who's played, you know, 100 years in the big leagues and is, you know, the oldest player in baseball, identified Connor Wong, who, you know, I know only has a handful of games as like a guy who could step up as a leader. Um, That's big praise. Is that something that, that you, knowing him as well as you do, could see?
1: I mean, you talk about a guy that's even killed all the time, Ed, no matter the situation, good or bad, Uh, that's the kind of guy you want in the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You you don't like riding the highs. You don't like riding the lows. And Connor, he just brings himself every day. He's consistent, hardworking, like all the things that you would expect to, if you were going to lead by example, you're going to put your name by Connor Wong, right? That guy, he's going to do it. He's not going to talk about it. Right. He's just going to put in the work and, guys gravitate towards that
0: i mean the thing with him that's that surprised me and you know he uh if you look at the two of you i'll go off baseball reference you're listed six feet 230 obviously power you've had it you had it that was the you know a lot of the calling card with connor wong six foot one 181 uh you know different frame for sure but he can he can get a hold of a ball i mean is his power something you think goes a little underrated
1: Absolutely, I mean, he had it in college. Uh, it's a tool that he can't teach, and he's got it. So, you know, uh, they might have been generous on the height of six one. That's that's pretty. It's pretty yeah. tall for Connor, but uh, mm-hmm. he's he's quick, twitch, snappy. Was always, you know, one of the probably the strongest guy uh, per weight, you know, on our team. If pound for pound, he's just he's just built. So he definitely has, he has worked on the approach. Like he's got the power. There was a season when he was still with the Dodgers that, you know, he hit 18, 20 homers, you know, Mm -hmm. a good number of home runs in the minors and it'll translate. He, he makes adjustments. He's going to, he's going to go on and make a name for himself. That's for
0: sure. Yeah. Obviously seems like, you know, the Red Sox are going to, go forward with him – as of now, go forward with him and Reese McGuire as they're catching duo heading into the year. Um, You know, some of the stuff you just said, that sounds sounds like a scouts mentality or a coach mentality. I know, you know, project manager is the title right now, but could you see yourself getting back into the game, staying in the game in some capacity?
1: Oh, I'd love to. You know, I just <laughs> – baseball in general, maybe maybe I need to step away for a little bit, but, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love to be back in it at some point. You know, I, I definitely – I love it. I'd like to coach. You know, I feel like, like I'm a guy that brings people up. I want to share the game with people. So, you know, if the right opportunity arose, I'd I'd go for that too. You know, I, baseball has definitely been a big part of my life.
0: Right. And so to wrap up, as I don't I don't want to hold you all night. I uh, as as interesting as this is, you you know, in the words of Big Joe Davis, tell us what. What should be remembered about the baseball career of Big Joe Davis?
1: (laughs) Uh, I've said it to somebody before, but, you know, I think uh, people root for the guy that doesn't look like he should be out there playing baseball, Mm -hmm. but then turns out to be half decent. So I think as far as baseball goes, like, don't – there's the big stereotypical, like, eye test, right? Right, I, I think you never know what you can get in a baseball player because it's more than just the metrics. It's more than just eye tests. It's about how bad the guy wants it and how hard he's willing to work. And I think that'll put guys a lot further than a than a scouting report.
0: Right. Well, for sure. Well, we appreciate it. Congratulations on the retirement and uh, the next chapter as well, and and uh, your new big boy job as you said and uh thanks for uh i think red sox fans appreciate uh the uh the fun memories the last couple years too
1: awesome i appreciate it